Just a Girl from the South Bronx podcast, hosted by me, Crystal. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week. Um, I hope that your weekend's going by well, or your day is going by well. My day is eh, but we're going to push through. (laughs) We're going to push through. So um, I want to say this was back in 2018. Yeah, so... Basically, I'm just going to give you, for context purposes, I'm just going to give you the short version to the story. So, I had met this guy through a summer program in preparation for our, our freshman year at Georgia Southern. And we connected, we were cool, we were, you know, the the folks who were holding this whole organization um and orientation stuff. They were the ones that were encouraging us to get to know the people that we were sitting by, um, get to know the people um, that would be in our dorms and stuff like that. Basically encouraging the whole, you'll make lifelong friendships and all that jazz. So (laughs) um, he was one of those people. So I think we had exchanged like Facebook info. And so that's how we added each other. And then of, of course life happens. For whatever reason, we just stopped communicating with each other. I had only did a year at GSU and decided to come back to New York to finish finish my undergrad years. Um, I was homesick. Financially, it was it was a bit much for my parents because I was an out of state student. I wasn't living at in Georgia at the time um, when I was attending school. In my mind, I wanted absolute freedom. I wanted to get away from New York. Um, I wanted to see what else was out there in terms of life. And so that's why I ended up going to school completely out of state. I know most of my friends were going to um, colleges like this, the SUNYs and the CUNYs and, and stuff like that. But there were a few that decided to branch out um, to, to other schools. But I had to take it a step further and go all the way down south. So... Um, yeah, that's what I did. And so fast forward to 2018 and I'm looking through my Facebook messages. I guess I was just trying to clean it up or whatever. And so this guy, he he popped up and I was just like, oh, I wonder what ever happened to him. Clearly, we haven't talked in a while. Um, we haven't talked in some years. So I, um, I had casually hit him up just to catch up, just to say, hey, how's it going? How's, how's life? All that kind of stuff. And we were talking a little bit, and so he asked me for my phone number. Now, normally I'm hesitant about giving my phone number, but because I knew that we had already had some kind of like interaction with each other from the past, I kind of had a general level of trust. And we were um, talking mainly through texts, um, never on phone, so mainly through, through texts. Um, and honestly, now, I'm more of a 50-50 kind of person when it comes to communication. I would prefer a more balanced uh, style of communicating through phone and text. Like it doesn't have to be all phone and it doesn't have to be all text. I I like a a balance in order to uh, avoid miscommunications and misunderstandings. And then I feel like it's more of like a genuine interaction or genuine connection when you're talking with someone over the phone. I, I just feel like you get more out of it over the phone. That's just me. Um, but back to the story. We were mainly uh, communicating via text, which was fine. I, I didn't have no issue with that because I wasn't making a big deal out or anything out of it. Until I started finding myself like liking him. And I was like, huh, 
And I think it was just more of like a mindset thing where he was in his life, where I was in my life at the time. And I was just like, you know what? It's been a while since I have genuinely connected with someone like like this. Like I actually like this person. Like I enjoy talking to this person. And again, I know it wasn't over the phone. It was through text. But um, from the information that I've I've gathered from from talking to him, you know, I liked what I saw in terms of reading the messages. So I ended up, like I said, started liking him, catching feelings, and I was just like, oh gosh, here we go with these feelings again. Ugh, man. Um, so I had a choice to make. I had a decision to make. Should I kind of put it out on the table and say that I'm interested and, and see what his response is, see where things go, or kind of sit it out and wait? Well, miss... Crystal Impatient Richards here decided, okay, I'm going to kind of put my feelings out on the table. Mistake number one. Mm -mm. Now, mm -mm. Uh -uh. I want the guy to express how he feels about me first. No ifs, ands, or buts. Sorry. <laughs> so, but back then I was being foolish. Basically putting, putting it out on the table. And this is not me perfecting. Um, professing my love or anything like that. It wasn't nothing. It was hella casual, like I said, through text. And I was basically saying, hey, basically saying, well, you know, it seems like we were, were interested in each other because we were flirting with each other. So I just kind of put it out there just to see what he thought and if he was interested in, you know, seeing where things go because there was a factor of distance. I was now back in Georgia and um, he was living in a completely different state or city. And so... Right, more so state. So there was that factor. So I wasn't making a huge thing about it because I know distance was a factor, but I just kind of wanted to put it out there and just to kind of see what was going on. So like I said, mistake number one, I ended up initiating that conversation. It should have came from him. That's my mindset now, and that's the mindset that I choose to stick with. Like, it needs to come from him first. He said he was interested or whatever, but then I noticed a shift in his energy. I've... At times, I felt like I was initiating the conversations. Mistake number two. You know, with experience and with time and the stupidity of it all, we do eventually hit that aha moment and we finally get it. Now, I've kind of went through a semi-similar semi -similar <laughs> situation before with a completely different person um years prior to that um where i felt like i was initiating the conversations a little a little bit more and eventually i walked away from that situation because i wasn't getting what i needed which was reciprocity in terms of communication and here we are back in 2018 all over again and I say stupidity and I may say foolish, but I'm also going to give myself grace because like I said, sometimes it really do take enough experience in life to reach your aha moment and you're just like, you know what? Now I know better. Now I know what not to do. Now I know how I should be treated. Now I know what I desire. Now I know what I need. And this ain't it. So mistake number two, initiating the conversations more, but the, the kicker. This was the final one, the final mistake that I did. 
And when I noticed that I was initiating the conversations more and he was pulling back less, to this day he could probably still fight me on this argument and say that he wasn't pulling back. I'm gonna call a spade a spade and I know what I saw and I know what I was experiencing. Mistake number three, it happened. The, the long text paragraph. Crystal, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Which now in hindsight, I'm, I'm kind of like, I feel like going with the flow should only go with the flow to a certain degree. After some time has passed, after some communication, a conversation needs to be had and not from me, needs to be had about what we're doing here. Are we just flirting with each other for the sake of flirting with each other? Are we going to get to know each other on a serious level? Are we going to um, begin dating to, to a point where we're in an exclusive relationship? Like what's happening here? Because if nothing is coming out of it, um, I could gladly move on to, to somebody else. And that's one thing y'all, y'all that I can say about myself. I do have a short attention span. What I mean by that is if I feel like I'm not getting the energy back that I'm giving, I'm going to move on. That, that's just kind of sort of part of who I am. Like that's, I, I don't think I can change that part about myself. Like, you know, if you're just not giving me the energy, I, I'm just going to move on. I don't think I, I don't think that's something that I want to change about myself. I think that's actually a good thing instead of pining after someone or instead of just waiting around hoping that things will change or things will get better. Yeah, the mistake number three. I sent the long text paragraph. Y'all, please don't ever do this. Unless you've, the, the only exception to this is is if there has been some sort of um, history meaning that there's a lengthy amount of time where you have built some sort of um connection or relationship where you you feel um maybe in a sense justified in asking this question or, and may, or maybe not justified i feel like that may be the wrong choice of words but um where you feel more comfortable um trying to figure out like what's going on with the person no no different from like a close friend or family member you just want to kind of see like what's up like i said that's for me that's the only exception like you have built this history where there's an extended period of time in the connection um to 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 a level where you feel comfortable asking and basically you could kind of call it like a semi-confrontation, but not really, but it kind of was. <laughs> so basically, the, the text message, uh, and I'm just paraphrasing, the text message went something like this. I noticed that you've been kind of like distant and I'm just trying to figure out like, you know, like what's going on? Is everything okay? Um, did it have, and like, I, like I said, mistake number three, aside from the long text message was basically putting it there that was it because um i said that i was interested now that i'm pulling back like i said that probably should be mistake number four too actually yeah we just gonna put that as mistake number four mistake number three was sending that long ass text paragraph that did not need to be sent in the first place and then number four was asking if it was because of something that you said Even if it was something you said, I feel like nine times out of 10, most people won't even admit it, admit that it was in fact something that you said. So his response was, um, 
know basically in his half halfway attempt in explaining why he was being distant yeah um he 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 wasn't intentionally being um distant or whatever um he wouldn't fall back or whatever his choice of words were that he used um if if a person were to say that they were interested in him or something like that and 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 the feeling was mutual whatever the case may be he could debate me on this argument but i do believe that that was in fact a factor that the moment that i said that i was interested um you fell all the way back now there could have been other factors as well could have been you were um seeing someone else you were dating someone else and communicating with me at the same time and i was just completely unaware that happens uh, we never promised anything to either one of us we just we were just talking and it was it was just put out there like hey let's kind of go with the flow and, and see what happens so nothing was promised nothing was like you know there was nothing set in stone it was just keeping things casual because at the end of the day i was still trying to at the end of the day i was connecting with him on our friend level but i was also putting it out there that i'm also you know after some time that we have talked that you know i'm kind of interested in just just seeing yeah that was mistake number four so he claimed that he he wasn't doing those things but i can kind of see it and the reason and now this feels like it's going to kind of go into an, ex, an extended episode because we're touching on the anxious attachment and that's something that I can admit that I I don't want to say suffered from but the anxious attachment definitely hindered me in my dating experience and I'm sure there's other people out there that may fall into the anxious attachment style um, when it comes to dating with anxious we tend to with anxious people in general we tend to overthink things and we tend to think all types of scenarios so here I was in my mind at the time before I sent this this long text paragraph to him thinking like well why is he acting this way did I say something that just um rubbed him the wrong way or turned him off like you're not being communicative with me and i'm just sitting here wondering like well why is he acting like this and blah 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 fast forward to now we don't speak <laughs> i can laugh about it now but low-key i was kind of disappointed at the way things turned out because this was yet another situation or another scenario where i felt like i kind of put myself out there in the hopes that um with me being a genuine person with me having good intentions with me um trying to get to know a person and and see where their head is see what their um uh, i guess where they are in life in terms of if they're just casually dating etc cetera, etc cetera. here i was putting myself here out on the table again and only for me to get disappointed Man, I would say this was the most humbling experience I've ever had with dating because in a sense, I felt like I was ghosted. And there were, like I said, he made some sort of attempt to explain himself, but it was still some holes in, in his explanation that to this day, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I just don't. Um... 
And so that situation really made me question myself a lot of the times. It made me question my bad habits, my terrible habits. Um, it really made me sit with myself and and reflect and do more self-awareness about my anxious attachment style. It really put things into perspective in terms of, Crystal, is this, is this what you really want? You know, do you really want to be with someone in a sense where you felt like you ended up pursuing them in a sense where you ended up, so to speak, chasing them? No, this is not what you want. You know in your heart of hearts, this is not what you want. I think this was, this became the eye-opening experience that I needed. So in hindsight, I actually thank him because I needed this experience to open up my eyes to the poor patterns I was carrying in, in the process of dating and love and relationships so that I know what not to do for the, with the next person that, I, that I'm getting to know, for the next person that I, that I am dating. And that is to not do all four of those mistakes that I did. Looking back on it now, like I said, uh, it's one of those things where wait, wait for the guy to basically put it on the table and, and say how he feels. Because I will flirt with you all, nowadays, I will flirt with you all day long. But if you have not made any sort of effort or initiative, it's going to stay that way. And we're not blurring the lines of friendship. You want, you want to keep it at friends level, we're going to keep it at friends level. And by my definition of friends level is we will hang out in group settings. Uh, we will go to outings during the day. We can do one-on-one -on -one hangouts but my preference will be during the day. Not because I can't handle myself, but because when we start doing night outings and then it starts feeling like a date, that's when the lines tend to get blurred. And I'm not trying to intentionally put out mixed messages saying that, oh yeah, I'm gonna keep it as friends, friends level, but um, yeah, we can go as if we're going out on dates. No, you're not getting that privilege, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're just not. Um, as far as the amount of time with, with access to me, that's also limited when we're just being friends. I'm just going to be honest here. You don't need that much access. You don't. So if I'm busy doing my own thing, whether that's my own hobbies, my projects, spending time with family or other friends, because you are not the only friend that I have, you will also need to understand that. Like I said, there were, if there if no conversation was had, like if we did not have a conversation about you saying you want to quote unquote claim me or you want to pursue me in terms of uh, wanting us to start dating so that it turns into exclusive relationship, then hey, it's just gonna remain as friends. So now I've learned to keep my, so now I've learned with people having access to me, it's limited. And and I mean that in terms of like, if you're trying to get to know me and stuff like that, in terms of like a dating level. But if we're talking like family and, and very close friends that I've built a relationship with you uh, for an extended period of time, and for extended period of time, I mean like for months and months and months on end to years or whatever. In terms of putting my feelings out there on the table, I, I'll put my feelings out there on the table when you put yours out there first. Sorry.
that 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 that's this is these are just the, the core lessons that I have learned in my life and from my personal dating experiences. And there may be someone out there saying, "Oh, Crystal, you probably shouldn't think that way. There's nothing wrong with with a woman putting her feelings out there." I'm I'm not saying there's essentially nothing wrong with a woman pulling putting her feelings out there, but there is this sort of power dynamic when a woman puts her feelings out there first versus a man. It is. We could call a spade a spade, but it is what it is. But a little heads up, a little common courtesy would be nice. If you're talking with someone, if you're uh, dating someone else, if you're getting to know someone else, I don't want to be in the mix of that because I don't want to be in the drama. Just, just kind of let me know so that I'm not surprised after the fact if any sort of situation comes up, you know? But for me, I'm just like, yeah. I'll put my feelings out there when you put yours out there first. <laughs> that, that, that's just how I'm, I'm rolling with mine. Sorry. So, uh, long text, text messages. Now, if it's something that needs more clarification, I feel the best way is to do it over the phone. You may get maybe a couple sentences out of me, but um, if you want to have a serious conversation with me about what you would like to do and if I'm open to listening then we need to have this conversation over the phone in terms of asking them was it something that I said no 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 we not doing that anymore uh-uh um like I said nine times out of ten even if it was something you said they're not going to directly tell you so there's that and then the other factor is if they're if they are dating someone or seeing someone and they just don't want to tell you because they don't want to rock the boat just in case things don't work out on their end and so it's like you're in this weird not that you know you're in this weird position but they may place you in this position where you're kind of like on standby and you don't even know it so this is also another way of saying keep your options open um keep them options open and I would say don't ask if it's something that you said because if they want to have a real conversation they will have a real conversation with you and then it also kind of feeds into their ego like yeah she's giving in to me by asking me if it's something that she said no we're, we're not giving you all that power sir no we're not like I said it was the stupidity in me doing these things before not now Frankly, I don't have that kind of time. I don't even have that kind of patience. And it's not that I come across as like this harsh whenever, like if I'm getting to know a person or anything like that, but these are essentially my boundaries. So that is um, initiate, in terms of initiating the conversations more, uh uh-uh. In terms of putting my feelings out there on the table first, uh uh-uh. In terms of sending these long text paragraphs, uh uh-uh. In terms of asking if uh, it was something that I said, absolutely not. So yeah, I've learned that with the anxious attachment style, it is very detrimental because it gives so much power to the other person. And usually with anxious attachment people, and I'll say we, because I'm a recovering person from that attachment style, we tend to attract 
If you ever notice, if you look back at your dating patterns and the people you've interacted with in the past, you tend to end up um, attracting avoidant people or fearful people. And these are people who tend to be commitment foes or not quite openly expressive of what they're feeling. They tend to hold a lot inside. They tend to be fearful of relationships because of whatever happened in the past. So now they're projecting whatever energy that you may have put on them from like a, a previous person. Yeah, that, like I said, that anxious attachment style is very, um, is very detrimental. So I had to look up the anxious attachment styles, um, just to kind of give y'all a broad perspective. So a couple of points, usually it's with like a fear of rejection. So that's basically putting yourself there out on the table and, and worry that they may end up saying, no, I'm not interested. Or like the excessive worrying. You, you start throwing like what if scenarios or what if, what I say is turning him off. No, it shouldn't even be about that. It should be about you. It should be about owning your power, being in tune with yourself, walking away with whatever doesn't feel right, especially walking away at the first sign of trouble. And also just taking things at face value. So like I said, for an example, if someone is pursuing me and we exchange phone numbers, and then we're we're maybe texting texting each other, getting to know each other. Let's say today is uh, actually let's just use today. Let's say today, Wednesday, right? And then two weeks go by, and you don't hear from them. Do not be the first one to reach out, especially if maybe you were the last one to send whatever message prior to the conversation just ending. Do not be the first one to reach out and be like, oh, what's wrong? Is everything? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. If two weeks go by, like I said, I have a short attention span. I'm moving on. If It's on you, sir, to open up your mouth and kind of say, hey, my bad about uh, not calling you or texting you. Um, I have a lot going on, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Even that. I feel like even that excuse can be old and tiring because we all got something going on. We all are busy too. It's, it's, hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so much I want to say, but it's like trying to find the right words to say. We all have something going on. We're all busy. We all have our own personal lives, but I personally don't let too much time get away and not reach out to a person that I would be interested in. Let's say if the shoe was on my foot and I left him hanging on a text message, I wouldn't like purposely let two weeks go by without semi attempting to explain myself or or explain myself by reaching out first and just be like, hey, sorry, um, I realized that I kind of left the conversation hanging. I have this going on, so but now I'm free, blah, 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 blah. So I try to think of it if it was the other way around. So I wouldn't want nobody doing that to me, so I wouldn't do that to them. It's just 
common decency, honestly, at the end of the day. But like I said, I still have a short attention span. So if you're doing that, I'm I'm just going to take you as you're not being serious. You truly don't want a genuine connection unless you actually give me a legitimate reason as to why you kind of been distant those last couple of weeks. Then I'm, I'm probably going to check out. Mentally, I'm probably going to check out. So I'll listen to what you have to say, but... Probably at that point, I've probably mentally checked out, especially if it's in the early stages of us getting to know each other. So there's that. And with the anxious attachment style, like I said, I, I want to give myself some grace for the stupidity of the things that I've done in my 20s, especially when it came to um, dating and relationships. Because if we're being, if I'm being honest here, I really wasn't given the talk so much about uh, dating and relationships, meaning like there were boys that liked me here and there when I was younger and my dad would, you know, sometimes threaten them with two by fours, even though I knew he wasn't going to do anything. He would threaten them with two by fours and, and that was about it. And my mom, she would probably say stuff like, um, you know, to like, throw, you know, throw a little bit of makeup on, um, you know, wear, wear a nice dress or something like that so you could look more girly. Because I was, like I said, I was a little bit of a tomboy. So I, the, my first go-to was jeans. So she would kind of like encourage me, like if I did have a date um, to wear this, have my hair down, stuff like that. But I never had the conversations, like the legit conversations of what to watch for in dating or relationships. So unfortunately, I had to find out the hard way learning through high school, through observations of other people, through my own personal experiences in high school, through learning about, um, through learning about dating and stuff through college. And it's unfortunate because I had to learn about heartbreak first before I had to learn about love. It's unfortunate, but that's how I had to learn in general. And so I'm like this late bloomer where I've had to like figure everything out and learn as I go and learn more about me as a person and what I like and what I don't like and what I will tolerate and what I won't tolerate. So now as I'm older, and I'm looking at things from a new perspective, from a fresh perspective. I'm just like, yeah, more than half the stuff I was doing in my 20s, I will not catch myself doing now. Absolutely not. Even if I feel myself slightly going back into old patterns, I, I would know I would have to check myself and ask myself the question, does this feel right? Is this the right move for me? Should I carry a little bit more patience with this person? is now a great time to walk away because I feel like when you step into your power, truly knowing, truly seeing the first signs of trouble is I think the most ideal time to walk away. And that's not to say that every single person is perfect and that you're perfect and or you're perfect and you're not going to have some sort of hiccup or, or anything like that. But I think it, it just boils down to communication and just being honest. And there's a, there's a separate episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, uh, called the Terry Joseph Effect. And there's one particular, which is actually the very first episode with... Um, with the character, Nicole Ari Parker, the character she plays, Terry Joseph, she says on her first date, by the way, 
It was a scene where she runs into her ex-husband, Miles, while she's on her date with um, Damon, who was played by her now husband. And she tells him that, um, I wanted to tell you that uh, Miles is not my ex-boyfriend, he's my ex-husband. So it kind of threw him off because one, he didn't know that she was married before, and two, he didn't think that she would be this honest. So in her explanation and explaining that, she says, um, basically, I just wanted to tell you that Miles is not my ex-boyfriend. He's my ex-husband. And I haven't dated in a really long time, so I didn't know what the protocol was, so I felt I should be honest. And I thought that was so refreshing to see that displayed in that scene because it's like when you haven't dated in a long time or if you you're not sure of the nuances when it comes to dating and getting to know people unfortunately you have to kind of learn as you go and that's kind of like how my life was in my 20s i had to learn as i go and for me the best approach would be to just be honest so i just use that example uh, scenario and what my approach is and what my boundaries are. So if I feel like someone is giving me energy that I don't like or I'm not um, I'm not feeling, I feel like for me, that's the first signs of trouble that I should just walk away. Now, everybody's tolerance level is going to be different. So my tolerance level as I've gotten older has increasingly lowered. So not to say that, like I said, that a person will make a hiccup or a mistake, but I think when you own it and be open and honest and communicative and communicate about it, I think that's, that's the best policy. And that's what truly works for me. But if you're just letting time go by and you're not even saying anything to anyone and you're just like, la, 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 la. Like, how do you expect the other person to feel? They're going to feel like you're not interested, like you're not taking whatever this is seriously, so I'm going to move on. And you should feel no ways about it. You really shouldn't. So I said all of that to say that with learning about yourself, being in tune with yourself, learning your poor habits, your your bad habits that are no longer working for you, that is so detrimental to the fact that you're just, you're just like, you know what, this has truly been an eye-opening experience for me. I need to not do this anymore. I am better than this. I deserve better than this. And I think that's so important. So this concludes <laughs> the horror story in itself with... Uh, Sending these long text paragraphs to people that, you know, it just never was necessary in the first place. You you could have kept that energy to yourself. You could have just said, up, oh, delete this paragraph. He, he don't need to see all this. He don't need to read all this. Um, it's not that deep. Let's just move on. Let's just call a spade a spade. You're just not interested. I'm, I'm initiating the conversations more you're not really showing interest so let's just leave things the way they are and just move on <laughs> so i hope that you have enjoyed this very lengthy episode i wasn't expecting it to be this long but i hope that you have enjoyed this lengthy episode and i, I do feel like um attachment styles I, I want to definitely talk about that and bring it up um in a future episode so that, so i hope that you will continue to listen to my show and stay tuned into that so until next time, take care.